Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Your head out of the clouds, Jabes. No. Yeah. You think you think you're gonna be somebody one day? You're not gonna be shit. I don't want. You're alive. You're going to be working at this gas station. But, Dad. No. Get your head out of the cloud. Why do we Why do we hear that phrase so much? <laughs> every kid's movie, everything yep. of all time, it's get your, get your head out of the cloud. It's the conflict, right? It's the only conflict that they can come up with with these kids' movies. Okay, what's going to keep this kid from doing whatever the F he wants? Some crazy dad that's going to keep telling him to get his head out of the yeah. cloud. It's like anytime he tries to do something fun... Or like normal kid. I feel like, like I feel like your dad told you that a lot. Like no way, my dad was like yeah. the opposite. Here's the thing: I wish my dad would have told me ah, maybe one time get to get my head, head out, out of the, the clouds. clouds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the problem and/or greatness, I guess, of my parents. They told me get your head up there in the clouds. <laughs> Don't no 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 don't you don't have to go to school just do well on your tests oh okay yeah you're fine you're fine you're gonna yeah, be you're fine. fine look as long as you're smart and we know you're smart sky's the limit the for sky's you kid the limit. you're good to go the um, clouds the 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 clouds is where <laughs> J.R. Smith lived on Thursday night someone needed some dad needed to. Some, some TV dad needed to get out there and say, buddy, you need to get your head out of the clouds. That guy's been living in the clouds for his whole career. And then uh, I've never seen a human dribble out the clock on a tie game before when he oh, had a boy. he had a wide open shot. LeBron had a wide open shot. This is not going away. This is still trending now today, which is like three days later. We were just like, oh, my gosh. Never seen anything like that whatsoever. Um, but I will say this. Cle- Cleveland beat that spread. So, hey. <laughs> hey. Good for some. We got a series. We got a series on our hand. We got, look, we got a huge show today. We've we've had a lot of wild shit go on. A lot of game ones. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of game ones. This show is going to be like a juicy game one. No, it, it actually, you know, since we talked about the Stanley Cup and all that other stuff uh, on the last, last episode, we're done with that. I want to focus on... Just you being a cunt today. Oh my god! Yeah, because apparently it still feels real weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, yeah. we're allowed to say <laughs> no. that word now, and I, I I'm <laughs> oh stunned by it. That was jarring. Yeah, isn't it? Like I, my that's first what I, that reaction, was my, exactly. And that was my first reaction when I heard Samantha B say it, where 
that man that is super jarring because uh. you don't hear the word too many times typically the word cunt is reserved for like you're at the the end the of your worst rope. yes thing yes that was like our for women that's like our n-word yeah right? or, like or, you're not allowed to say that yeah you don't get to say that to me that's the worst thing that you can possible say right and that's what i thought it was so as a man I was stunned when Samantha B called that, uh, like said that about Ivanka Trump. For for no look, uh, Ivanka Trump isn't the isn't the president either. No. So I get I get it, Samantha B. You hate the fucking president. Um, sure. And you know maybe was the, she talking the, about a policy that Ivanka Trump was working on in quotation marks? No. Okay. She, she the the quote was uh, stop being a, a feckless cunt and feckless cunt was mm-hmm. the exact word. And get your father to do something about this immigration thing. And it was just like, hmm. Huh. Yeah. So she was pleading, not pleading, but she was No, she was asking saying, yeah. The daughter to, and she said, put on a low, a, a low cut top and walk oh. into your father's office with being a feckless cop. I mean, it was, it was terrible. It's and rough. Then, it's rough for sure. Yeah. And then once she said it, um, there was backlash and, you know, uh, they said she was going to be fired. I said, no, I said, no, no, you're not, you're not going to fire a liberal. Like, let's, right. let's, like, be, let's be honest. Let's be real about it. I, they should fire her just because her ratings are shitty and um, it would be an easy out for TBS. But I don't think that they want that on their hands of like, we were the first one to fire a liberal comedian. Right, right, right. Um, I need to backpedal for a second. I'm sorry. Not comparing at all the word cunt to the N word. Sorry. You know what I mean, though? Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a woman, slavery, not the same. Not the same. Definitely not the same. But as far as offensive remarks go towards blacks or women, cunt is probably the highest one for a woman. Well, it's the idea that like women now are trying to like take back the word sort of thing in a way that's like, you're not allowed to say it, but we are. Right. I guess is another s- small parallel. Well, no, comparison, that, like, but, like with, with, with uh, you know, with a lot of black rappers, that's what they say of like, Hey, right. and every, you know, Bill Moore fucking episode because he, yeah. he loves, he loves rappers and yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got a lot on his show. Mm-hmm. He asked the same thing of like, why do you say the word, the N word? And they say, well, we're taking it back and you can't use it anymore. Right, and that's right, what it right, is. Right. So with cunt, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's the same way. Every time I say that, by the way, you look up at me like, Oh boy. It's just real weird. Real like, weird. It's weird that someone can say that on TV to someone else. Yeah. So I, I go to Twitter to see if everybody's as outraged as uh, what Roseanne said, because mm-hmm. I, I figured that would be the case kind of in a way. Again, it's not. Um, against well, no, a, a lot of people were. So there was okay. a, a big portion of people who were just like, get this fucking woman off the air. We're right. done with this shit altogether. Right. And then Sally Field, you know Sally Field. Sure, um, she I was, wish I did. She was the nun. She was Party the flying animal. Yeah, flying yeah, nun. yeah. She was the the wife in Lincoln. No? Yeah, yeah, she was. So her statement on Twitter was, "I like Samantha B a lot, but she is flat out wrong to call Ivanka a cunt. Cunts are powerful, beautiful, nurturing, and honest." And there's no like stars or like, you know, how you put like a, an at symbol mm-hmm. for the word cunt to try yeah, to block yeah, it yeah. up. This is on Sally Fields Twitter. Um, so I responded to her, said, sure, I love you for saying this, you beautiful cunt. Shit, I'm happy we can all say the word cunt now knowing you think it's cool. My wife and I just watched you in the movie Lincoln last night. She turned to me and said, that awesome cunt Sally Field should have won the Oscar. <laughs> Don't bring me into this. <laughs> and that, that comment erupted. And that's a good one. Though. I will like everybody was dying laughing. But like, um, I will say this. I did get a handful of comments from people who were like, like one was just like, can you please stop saying that word? It's it's offensive and blah blah blah. And I was like, I, I thought we're I, apparently because you can I say I have it, stopped saying it. I, I no man really I mean? yeah. ever said that. No, like that is that is the one word you stay away from. I'm not sure but if you can but when you yeah. can just bomb that on TBS because Samantha B is on TBS. Mm-hmm. It's not like she's on HBO or sure. Cinemax or fucking. 
you know, even Netflix for that matter. Yeah. She's on she's on TBS. She's on a basic cable show. Mm-hmm. When you can drop it there, and then Sally Field had no problem dropping it twice in her Twitter statement. Um, that that's it's pretty much just opening the doors because obviously I'm making fun of her for saying this, but you're pretty much just opening the doors for everyone else to come in and say, oh. Well, fuck. Yeah. Samantha B says it's fine. And uh, Sally Field says it's fine. Why can't we use that anymore? Right. And this harkens back to that women's march where, you know, you had eight different instances on CNN during the women's march where they were talking about their pussies and their nasty (laughs) woman. And I mean, they said the word pussies on. But that's the idea. On CNN. Eight times during a live event where you couldn't cut away. Usually all that shit's on a five-second delay. Why they weren't on a five-second delay, I don't know. Mm. The only reason I can imagine is that they, they weren't is because they wanted you to hear the word pussy right in your face. Yeah, we're nasty women. Mm. Uh, who was that? It was uh, Winona, not Winona Judd. Who's the sister? Ashley Judd. Ashley yeah. Judd. Yeah, we're nasty women, and these are pussies. Right, but then in the same week or two weeks later or whatever, she went on this rant on her on her facebook on one of her platforms where she was going through tsa and someone said that some guy said that her dress liked her dress or something that she looked pretty or whatever exactly and like that was just uh she could not handle it she just felt harassed and she had to like take to the airwaves whatever but she's like out in the middle of where new york or wherever all the places right my pussy yeah. yeah, yeah. Check out my pussy. I'm nasty. We're nasty. I mean, she said, "Don't you dare say my dress is pretty." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's the shit that pisses me off about this whole thing. It's just like, what is it? What is it? I, I I'm don't, so confused. I don't know, but like you know, now you have this case in point where this word is now in the lexicon of like hey now that's the new one we can start using this everywhere so like now I, what's the stopping dudes and anybody else like you don't own that word okay. um if you're gonna say it like towards the president's daughter fuck it was a woman saying it to another woman so you still are a little bit off limits ross no not there a was no guy saying it to not a, a woman because there's no there's no there's no repercussion to it. if you can't say that if you can say that on basic cable and you don't you, you can't get fired for it it must not be that bad mm. um because then look you have there's been a lot a lot of shit this year you have uh bill maher right who dropped the n-word on his show sure s- still kept his job right um roseanne did not drop the n-word by the way she did not Bill Maher still got his job. Samantha B still has her job after calling the president's daughter. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. A cunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have the fucking AM Joy shit where Joy Reid. I, I don't if if you, <laughs> if you don't get fired for what Joy Reid did. What's what's on the table anymore? They went back into her I blogs. Guess basically, if you're support Trump, you're off the table. I, I guess. Um, right. I, 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 yes, because if you look at what Joy Reid has posted on her, uh, they went back in time and found all of her blog posts for like ten years. Like she was, a, she's a weird fucking lady, like across the board. So here's here's the hit list of what they found on Friday that MSNBC released and said we're still we stand behind Joy and we think she's changed, changed. Um, a million homophobic comments. Hobophobic? Homo. I don't love the homeless either, though. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, Joy, I'm with you. So, homo or hobo? Homo. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Definitely with an M on that. You (laughs) miss. I I think you misheard it a little bit. Um, I don't know. You tell me, people. I think he first said hobophobic. Okay. 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 That's just me. I'm here. Hearing what I want to hear over here. Sorry, you're hobophobic, James. (laughs) Hobophobic. You're you're afraid of hobos in the streets. I really. Liam. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. But uh, but uh, the, the homophobic remarks she made were in the the twenty to thirties, and I mean it was mm. it was a lot of it. It wasn't just like one thing. Hey, cool. It, it was a lot. <laughs> uh, and then when she 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 cut and pasted out John McCain's head over the Virginia Tech shooter, 
um, in 2008 mm. when McCain was running for for office, and it was just like, boy, man, this is real fucking strange. Um, that is rough. Then the the other one was like she had a bunch of anti-Semitic remarks uh, towards Jews. Okay, saying that uh, you know Palestine should take back the the Holy Land and uh, uh, essentially cleanse the Jews and get them get them off their hands because the the Palestinians had the land first. And it was just like, what? Okay, okay. Uh, none of that got her fired. Sure. Not one. Not, not, she was on the air this morning, so Gosh, she's on. What is she like? We're because we're do? we're taping right now. She's it's Saturday afternoon. Uh, she was on this morning. I, what does one have to do to get fired? I mean, I, I guess if you support Trump and yep. and uh, uh, that's pretty much that's then you're of, walking a real mm-hmm. fine line. Mm-hmm. You know what I found interesting was after the Roseanne thing that we didn't touch on the other day. That day that she got fired, do you know what else was trending that day? Huh. Tim Allen. Okay. And everybody was like, well, Tim, you're next. Uh, you know, I'm sure you're going <laughs> to say something. And it's just like, like, whoa. What? Whoa. Does he say stuff like that? No, no. No. I don't even know if he has a Twitter, to be honest. Yeah. I think he's like right wing, but not. I'd, I'd love, conservative. I'd love to get to the point where I'm I'm famous enough to not have a Twitter anymore. Oh, somebody posted the, the most beautiful post on Twitter where it was a side by side of of two pictures. One guy was just angrily screaming. The other guy, same guy, was posing with his wife like out by a river or something like that, and mm-hmm. it just said Twitter versus um, Instagram. Which is true. Like, so true. So true. I, I never, I don't see the hatred at all. I don't see it very often on Instagram. There's a little bit, but those, it's like an easy block. Twitter is just easy, the, like, the yeah. end all be all worse. Oh, you can't get to all of them. No. No. It's it's the it, you're in their world basically. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're going into their territory and trying to have a normal life, and it's not going to happen. No, because the 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 interesting thing about Twitter is you can find anyone you want, and then just go and read their shit, and then yeah. comment and say whatever <laughs> you want. And yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter in the world. Any celebrity you want, right. like anything, where you couldn't do that in real life, where like sure you can't go up to to you know Chrissy Teigen's house because of her giant wall and try to get in and talk to her. You can't do that, but right. you can go and you can send a tweet and do it. And she can tweet from behind her walls. I was exactly, and I was surprised that Sally Field even My God, had I know. a Twitter. One, two. That she goes on there and writes shit like this where you're just like, oh, all right, Sally Field gives zero fucks anymore. It's also the thing I was saying where like where the feminist movement is all about like female empowerment, right? And like helping each other out, lifting each other up, not tearing each other down unless um, you don't really think like I do or you don't have the same views yeah. or I don't really like you that much. So it's like a whole new girl gang mean girls group where it's like we are all supporting each other yeah and we're all like we're just four women and we just like want other women to unless you're not unless we don't like you or unless you don't if you don't believe in the same things or don't think the same then then it doesn't matter that you're mm, a woman mm -mm, on a woman mm -mm. Uh, i see that a lot out of like sarah silverman and like a bunch of people i used to like where it's just like god damn it what because of because of what politics or whatever policies um and we had a guy right. We had a couple people right in after that border episode that we did mm-hmm. uh, about those kids, and he said that is not true. It's not. So the the, the thing that happened, I, and you know what, I'm, we're going to try to get him on the show. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, we're, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to get him on the show next week. Um, I, we're trying to figure out, like, I guess if we're going to like darken out his voice or whatever. But two, including another one of my best friends, works in the border patrol, and he was like, "Man, I don't know where this got started and or why." And I'd love to come on the show and tell you what it's really like at the border, working on the border. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, I'd love to have you. And he's just like trying to figure out a way to do it where I wouldn't lose my job. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, we can totally like, yeah, yeah, there's definitely ways. And that would be awesome. It, I think it would be awesome. And it's, uh, you know, I, I, again, one of my very close friends was Border Patrol for a long time, uh, Rocco. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the stories he's told me and he's, you know, uh latino obviously and he's just like bro it is it's worse than you could imagine there for a, a border patrol agent um for all of it and he's just like it it's a it's a fucking crazy world um because a lot of them do have 
humanity and they're trying to yes. like figure out how to do their job and take care of this thing that's happening right so they're not just like shooting people killing them throwing yeah. them away whatever so this 15,000 number of like the kids that they lost 1500 yes 1500 the kids that they lost was it was actually unaccompanied minors uh, that came to the border gotcha and what they did was they let them in they go to their sponsor right so they were all put with sponsors in the US right now when they went to catch back up with them which they do like every year every two years sometimes sure they couldn't find them they couldn't get a hold of the sponsors why the sponsors are usually undocumented themselves yes they're not talking whatever so that number came right. from that got it there is also like you know children that come across the border they're put into shelters so they're in shelters that aren't horrible right they're taking care of these kids. You know, they're not like it's it's a the two things got confused and I'm sure he'll tell you that. But like the num it's just another thing of like the media running with numbers and things that aren't true and yeah, turning it and into none of these, we lost the kids. And, and none of that but they're like, fine. They don't want to talk to the government. Yeah. That's yeah, basically it, it, what exactly. it is. Exactly. And, and or neither do the parents. Exactly. Uh, from what so I they're from fine. what I understand. Yeah. And they were all put into homes. They're okay. But you're you're hearing these from all these stories from celebrities and things like that. So it's getting a lot of press and you're thinking, well this must be true. It isn't. There is a problem with a bunch of kids in these shelters. So that is the problem. But the number of the like 1500 lost. Right. Those kids are not lost. The kids in the shelter are not lost. We all we know where all of them are. They're all fine. It's just starting to pile up yeah. and we need to figure out what to do. Well, either way, I'm, I'm going to try to get them on next week. That would and then, be awesome. Yeah, because it, it would be a, a great episode to talk about this this shit because uh, uh, I'm, I was curious about it. And I was just like, you know, you read things. I don't live there. I don't live along the border. Um, I don't. I don't know what's going on. I actually have no like. If you think about it, I try and imagine it. I, I have no idea. I have no idea what it's no. actually like. They're like how they're crossing, how they're getting caught, like what's happening to them once they. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do they get thrown back on the ground? I feel like from all the border patrol. You know, people that I've met along the way, like doing the show and stuff, it's like, they're just like, dude, it's just crazy. It's hard. And they talk about the stories that they've heard in a way that's like, dude, we don't know what to do. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. These are people. We're not monsters, but what are we supposed to fucking do? And that's, that's them. They're not, they're not like these monsters trying to ruin people's lives. You sure. know, like they get it. These people, once they get there are in really bad shape. Yeah. They're not like killing them or no, whatever. No. But, yeah. Which they would in a lot of countries. For sure. Congrats. You try to cross so into North Korea. Tell me how good. that works out. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're, you're in a fucking camp. I don't think people even try. <laughs> no. At this point. Uh, we got a big show, so we're going to get to the sponsorships. Okay. Um, so get your head out of the clouds. Get your head out of the clouds. Get your head out of the clouds for this one. And uh, I don't let, want and your let's life. Party. I don't want you, your you life. Beautiful cunt, you. Oh God. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. It still sounds terrible. Thanks for thanks for saying it though, Sally. I feel that kind of gives me a, like a carte blanche to say it over and over you're and over. Still a guy. So you're you're going a little <laughs> bit out of your. Not really. You're taking this and really running with it. Not really. Do you ever call me a dick? A lot. You call me a dick all the time, right? What? No. Yeah, exactly. That's my word. That's I don't my call word, you a dick all That's, the time. Uh, I'm taking back that word now. Yeah. Look at you. You in my nasty Mine dick. Is asshole. I go, I go. Yeah. That's my go-to with yeah, you. My, well, oh, you, you. You you look at me and you just see you just see a man uh, a man a piece of meat in front of you. But this is this is who I am. This is my dick. Yeah. It's me and my nasty. dick. All right. Stop. What? That's my. What's what's the opposite of feminism? Manism? No, just like being a man. Hedonism. <laughs> I want a word. I want a word. Misogyny. Yeah, I, w I want a word that it's, that's that's good for me and my nasty dick. My nasty dick. Matter of fact, but I you're want a, a white hat. man, so that doesn't sound weird. I want a hat. That too. sounds very I normal. I want a fucking dick hat that just uh, like a yarn dick hat that just like like the top is the balls and then the dick just goes over the forehead kind of like a roman helmet you know mm. just like down and it's just like yeah or maybe you tuck it back over the top 
And no, so, like, I the want balls... it hanging down uh, no, in my no, face. No, and I no. want a man's march. I want a nasty dick man's march is what I want. <laughs> so me and my, my men friends and our nasty dicks can get together and just... So just a march? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we want. So just a normal yeah, march? Yeah, but you, I'm t- you no, can't... No, but picture this, okay? So the beanie is the two balls in the front, right? Right. The dick can go both ways. Yeah. One of the ways is in front of your face sure. all the way down. Sure. Or you can flop it back up, mm-hmm. kind of clip it, almost like one of those like a Canadian things that the top, the sides come up. Sure. So then it's it's like a tucked back between the balls. What, hey, whatever. I mean, that sounds uncomfortable, but but what I really want is that yarn, just a nice dick hat. Me and so me and my nasty dick friends can get together and march. Flesh colored. Yeah, yeah. I want it. You know, I want it as as close to scale. Like what the what the pussy hats were pink, right? Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. So obviously, I've got friends of of multiple ethnicities. So we just want them. Just make the dick. Who's ever gonna make the dick hats for the man march? Um, just make them in all different colors, so we can each have our you know uh, our nasty dick hats. My white nasty dick hat. All right. Well, the few <laughs> the uh, few listeners we have left can uh, listen to the sponsors, and then I know my mom turned it off. That's for sure. Oh boy, I'm just I'm tired <laughs> of all of this stupid <laughs> shit all the way across the board. I'm I, like I'm tired of it. As ridiculous as everything that I just went off on a rant on is, just apply that to yourself as a woman, where you're just like, man, I, is wearing a vagina on your head really the smartest move you can say to say, hey, stop thinking of me as a sexual object? No, I can't because you're wearing a pussy on your head now instead of yeah. underneath your clothing. Yeah. So imagine if a bunch of dudes did that and got together and have a, a take back the dick march. It's the same f- stupid ass thing to me. Right. CNN wouldn't let us go live on that goddamn thing and, and just say that over and over again. No. No, not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> we will, though. We are. You're, you're, that, that's the beauty of podcasts. And that's the thing about Joy Reid and, uh, and sake Samantha B. If you're going to say shit like that and that's what your true beliefs are, which... Honestly, there was like 12 years worth of Joy Reid shit at this point. Mm-hmm. Just have a fucking podcast. Same with Samantha B. Nobody ha- can. Have or a like fucking Alex podcast. Jones. Then, you, then you can say whatever you want. Same. Alex Jones has Alex a podcast. Jones can do He's not on a network. He wants. Say whatever he wants. Joe Rogan, not on a network. He can say whatever he wants. Ross Patterson, Jesse Wiseman, say whatever we want. We have a fucking podcast. Right. You have a choice to listen to this or not. No network is paying us. Right. Um, our sponsors they actually love won't. when we they talk about this. They definitely won't now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're just getting rid of all the, <laughs> any chance. Yeah. Any well, chance oh, of making it big well, just now. <laughs> the, the, way, the way I look at it, it's. Uh, no, it's, I don't know if I would be able to do a show where I, I mean, I think, I mean, we would be kicked off, fired every day. I don't, I don't even know if I could, I, if I could get through one writer's room sesh with, with 12 writers and say, hey guys, I want to say this. I think it would just be a lot of no, 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 no. No, 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 and no. And the ones who are getting shows are just so middle of the road and boring. You like, have I'm, to be. I, I'm surprised they put Samantha B and let her go that hard on TBS. Like, um, I, you know, that's that's crazy to me. Yeah. John Stewart used to get away with it on uh, The Daily Show. Um, but he was on late at night and they would they started bleeping. They just were bleeping and shit. And they bleeped Samantha B too, but... Uh, uh, still weird on TBS to me where it was like, man, TBS was like Andy Griffith reruns, uh, you know, right. some NBA basketball. And it was like, oh, then we have Samantha B, this far left comedian it's calling like, people feckless cunts on air. And you're just like, well, that doesn't fit. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. Out, right. After the Warriors game. Reruns. Right of, after Steph Curry. Yeah, right <laughs> after funniest home videos. Yeah. <laughs> Cunt. Ah! (laughs) Mommy. Uh, Yeah. Mommy. What did he say? What'd she say? Let's get to the sponsor, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. For For our last last show. No, look. Luckily, our first sponsor is Black Rifle Coffee, and uh, those boys know enough about controversy to where we're good um, on, on that level. God damn, they were playing their messages that they get on a daily basis. Oh, I love it so much. Oof. 
We need to set up the a hatred phone, dude. That raid that rains down on them yeah. is so intense. And it's just because of the word rifle and the thing. And it's like, you know, to to most of the gen pop out there in the world, they don't know that these guys are all veterans. Uh, that's that's the state. The reason why it's called Black Rifle Coffee is that, you know, they give you that black rifle and that's what you live by. And, right. and that's your your creed and all that stuff. And like uh, with that, like, you know, people just oh, yeah, guns. You guys are shooting up schools and all this other yeah. shit. It's just like, no, we're, we were all just uh, veterans yeah. uh, creating a coffee company. So you guys can go fuck yourselves. But uh, luckily they support statements like this. So we're good to go. Oh, yeah. No, they're fine. <laughs> we're good to go. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee is, is a premium roast to order coffee that is made freshly in-house, bagged up and shipped right to your doorstep. They got K-Cups. They got bags. Uh, my two blends. Are the caffeinated as fuck and uh, um, the just black? I'm a big fan. They also have a nice uh, thin blue line. I was just looking at their their website a couple of days ago. They got a thin uh, blue line bags of coffee now, which are fucking dope. Their packaging is amazing all the way around. They're just a first rate company. Um, I love all their apparel, uh, their coffee mugs, all of them. Uh, use the one time promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. I'd highly recommend using that on the on a coffee club of the month club. That'd be the real savings and just get that shit shipped to your house. Uh, it's a good way to meet like-minded people too. <laughs> like uh, when you're, you're wearing that apparel and you see someone else, like it's instantly like, bro. Yeah, you're in. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's. I get stopped everywhere I go because I yeah. travel a lot. And every time I'm wearing Black Rifle Coffee, it's always a positive, happy experience. Whenever I'm wearing that shirt, somebody gives you that knowing wink. It's, it feels like Fight Club. Like where they're like, oh hey, you're in you're in Fight Club. I got helped out at Lowe's the other day because of my shirt. Yeah. yeah, the guy came back in, all tatted up, vet came back in and was like, hey, do you need some help? Like taking that to your car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's cool. Uh, some sometimes it's cool to be a, a woman because guys are, you know, they can be so nice. You know, yeah. <laughs> gosh, and uh, they just help you out. That's great. But no, it was like it was like not creepy at all. It was just like, hey, I just want to like help you you have a sure. bunch of stuff in your cart whatever i was like man that's awesome and he said and it was because of my shirt yeah you know I, I we get that a lot um maybe it was yeah friend of mine big actor uh max martini uh he posted last week too that he was just like yeah man he goes uh i was in, i was in the airport i got stopped like four times and i was like yeah he's just wearing the black rifle coffee t-shirt it's true Sweet. it's true i uh, love those guys love their company uh, next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shablankers. Oh, shablanks. Shablanks. Not shooting shablanks. Yeah. Uh, Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch that you rip open and squeeze into any liquid available. You can kick the can, kids. You don't need the can anymore. You can keister it, throw it out the window, do whatever one does with those. Go to a recycling center and just throw them all in there. This you can just squeeze out into any liquid available and you're good to go. Last longer than uh, five-hour energy, which is great. And uh, it doesn't come with all the other bullshit in it. There's no carbs or sugars. I should point that out at all, which is why. So it's good for like pre-workout, for all of workout. it, all your diets and all that shit. Yeah, That's why I drink it so much. They get a 10 pack of 40 pack and uh, a 750 milliliter bottle that just rests on your bar top or countertop. And you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code revolution for 20% off. And that's good every time. Uh, and they ship everywhere around the entire world. Promo code revolution, 20% off. Uh, next up, we've got straightrazors.com. That's a clean cut. Smooth. You like it? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, this is Put those headphones out. back on, buddy. Jeez, this is intense, James. You guys, it seems like you like it, though. Everybody likes it. Somebody sent me, you know, I'm going to post this today when we get off the phone. What? Somebody sent me a, a Chinese restaurant in, I don't have my phone on me. <laughs> in China. I like it already. Yeah, that was called. I like it already. You like. That was the name uh, of the, the name. So. Yeah. When we get off the phone, I'm gonna post it on our uh, Asians, Ross Patterson man. Revolution Instagram, and and uh, or you can go over to Facebook for Ross Patterson Revolution. Man, StraightRazors.com is uh, the finest razors in the land. They've got man, they've got uh, kits that are 
like from like the old school like barbershop kits that are fucking dope as shit. Father's Day is around the corner. Get your dad a kit. Quit being an asshole. Get him a nice gift. Uh, they've got uh, aftershave, shampoos, conditioners, beard oils, mustache waxes. You name it. They got them shits. And uh, it's just a like it'd be, be a really nice, thoughtful gift that you get your father for Father's Day. Try the aftershave. It's called Smolder. It's the jam. So is their cologne. I love, and then I maybe love them both. you guys could shave each other. Yeah. Have a nice little father son. We call that a, yeah, we call that a, a circle shave in the biz. With your dad and yeah. Jensen. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. You go la- You know, you go leg, leg and leg, kind of Indian style over your father, and then crisscross applesauce. Sure, sure, <laughs> and then you shave it. You both shave. You your, have a steamer in the middle of you guys. Your so pubrige. Like oh God, steaming both of you. Jesus, you isn't have a, a what, humidifier. No, but isn't that what they do? When you get, I mean, you've gotten a nice man shave, right? I have, I have. Don't they steam it up? No, with the they, towel? they put a hot towel. On oh, okay. It. Put a hot towel on your face is what they do. Oh, what do I know? Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. Do it now. Do it for your dad. Um, last but not least, we've got when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Sequel to a night she cries while he rides his steed. Kids, it's coming up. It's coming up. We're about shit, man. Less than 57 days out, I think, at this point. And uh, we'll, we'll look, that is that is not a long time in this biz. No, it's not. Because the simple fact is this. To get on the New York Times bestseller list, it's all pre-sales. They all count for opening week. Uh, we're down to 2,600 copies, I think, at this point. That's all we need left. I'm a procrastinator. Uh, but don't. Don't do it. Don't procrastinate but on listen, this one. But listen, if you get it in... Before then, it still counts. I know, but do it now so that way you don't have to deal with this All shit. Right. It's the funniest book ever written. Uh, we should mention The Audible, too. You're back on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm back on it. We have a whole team of actors. You're going like, to rike it, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. You're going to rike it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. But pre order the hardback. Just go to Amazon.com uh, or, or uh, BarnesandNoble.com or whatever and just pre order the hardback. All of these sales count, and and just to be on that list would would be a nice f you to everybody. Again, it's when Ugh. darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. It would change the game. It w- it really would. Um, and all of this fucking PC bullshit that's going on, this would really throw a nice wrench in it. People Can't, would I, not know what the fuck was going on. They'd be no. like, "Who the fuck? No, who is this? Who? Joy Reed? Drinking Bros? Joy Reed would absolutely rage." Uh. With Harriet Tubman on the cover, she would fucking rage. She would rage. She would say, who is this? Where did this come from? I want to talk about this Johnny Depp thing. Uh, there was a, a girl, a fan, who posted a picture of, of Johnny Depp. Uh, I really hope this is for a movie. Me too. Because he looks horrific. He looks like he's maybe 120 pounds. Um, guys. His head is shaved for some reason. Yeah, it looks like he's playing Powder. Yeah, in Powder it, it, Two, which is gonna—I'm so excited for. Um, and, and a lot of the yes, a hundred percent. I we know you're a huge Powder fan. There's, oh, I love Powder. I you know. Guys. There's days where like I wake <laughs> up and come into the kitchen and you throw all the silverware at me, hoping yeah, it sticks. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, and it's no, I'm not Powder. Powder was a life-changing movie for me. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, a lot of people on social media were like, Jesus, man, my, my somebody wrote my hero looks ill. He does. And I he really does. hope this is for a movie. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Because a bunch of people are posting these pictures of him uh, going to these different places. It's got and like, to be. It has to be, right? Or else I don't see him being the kind of person that would post. It. Okay. So it's not shaved. It's just... You got a little on top, to yeah. Like a weird mohawk thing on the top. I don't know. I ho- look. I hope it's for a flick because he's in. He's in the category now with the. Uh, uh, I would I would say Nicolas Cage at this point, as far as actors go, where I think both of them are great actors. Obviously, Nick Cage has won an Oscar. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Depp's been nominated. Yeah. Or, I'm a prickly pear. No, actually, he might not have won. It, it might have been just Elizabeth Shue that year. No, I'm pretty sure Nick Cage won it. Um, either or, um, they got into the same exact lifestyle of buying houses, yachts, sure, artwork, dead people, 
you name it, they ended up buying <laughs> Weird it. shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage owes like a gajillion dollars in back taxes now. He's just doing movies to pay off the government, and that's it. Mm-hmm. This is where Johnny Depp is now. I mean, everybody oh. has dropped him across the board. Um, financial. Okay, yeah. Lawyers. His people. His all, people. all of it, yeah. Okay, because he okay, is, okay. they said he is fucking bankrupt. So he is signing up for movies left and right, and it's just like, I hope this is for a movie. Because I, I just saw a trailer of his that I was just like, man, this does not seem like a movie Johnny Depp would do. Um, and like it was one kind of those of shocking. Like, yeah. He, so he's playing a cop who's trying to solve the Biggie Smalls murder. Yeah. It does not seem like something he would do. No, the trailer. Look, I will say this. The trailer didn't look bad. That's just not typically a movie that Johnny Depp takes. Um, I'm confident Johnny Depp can go the way of Robert Downey. Nicholas Cage. I'm not sure. Cause I will say this Johnny Depp, as much as you're putting them in the same category is way more talented than Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is great. He's Ooh. always been great at what he can do. Right. Johnny Depp can like turn into other people. Yeah. I, I, and I'll, and I'll the stuff that. that he's done has been pretty like profound and crazy. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hope I would be hopeful that he would maybe go the way of Robert Downey and maybe like turn it around find some amazing role that like i don't know i don't know maybe we'll not. see maybe not maybe we'll not. see I, I don't know i don't know what's maybe gonna happen too weird when i saw that picture that was like oh boy what if he's sick i know i, I don't know what's going on i mean look it, his life is crumbling with the divorce sure. those fucking videos that yeah. she taped him being drunk uh and then him losing all, all this money suing his agents his managers mm. his people and they're like yo we have the receipts for this, Johnny. You bought, you were the one who was buying you all this fucking it. weird yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you tell me not to? <laughs> we, we did. did. And, yeah. and, then, and all the emails are in court and you're just like, oh yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I just wanted to chill with Hunter S. Thompson and fucking do drugs. Why do I not have any money? Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, you paid $2 million to shoot his ashes out of a cannon. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't understand why I don't have any that. money. He yeah. needed that send-off. And I, and I hear you, but like, why can't I have a restaurant at my house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? With only me as the customer. I just don't get it, you guys. Yeah, so I don't know what's, uh, <laughs> what's going to happen with uh, old Yanni Depp. But, uh, <laughs> old Laurel is, Depp, I know. This is not a, <laughs> <laughs> this is not a, a sweet look for Johnny, oh, and I no. hope it's for a movie. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, the Kanye album that got released this week. Okay. Um, we'll do a brief talk. W- we will do a brief talk <laughs> on it because this was a, a wild sitch with this, this whole album and what he's doing. He's doing five albums in a row back to back for the next five weeks that he produced. And one of them was his. Uh, the first one was Pusha T's album, Daytona. Yeah. He produced that entire thing. Uh, he even did a guest verse on it. A lot of people are calling it a classic, including Puff Daddy. I love it. I've probably listened to it like 19 times. It's amazing. I was super stoked for Kanye's album. Kanye's album comes out, and I like it. It's super weird and artistic, and uh, it's kind of all over the place. I enjoy it as an artist album, but I look at it the same way as I look at J. Cole's last album, where... It's great for an art piece, but that is not the the, the album you're bumping all summer. That is not the Did summertime. Did you feel that way about any other Kanye album? Did you feel that way initially? So, yes, like, right, I, but- I, I went back to just just in his discography to eight oh eights and heartbreaks, yes. right? And when I first heard that album, I was like, I think everyone was just like, mm. I, I listened to it, turned it off after two listens. Uh, a year later. You know, you know every single song on it. Yeah. And you're like, shit, I was yeah. wrong. Yeah. This one's different because it's just some of the themes and all of that stuff just aren't. Uh, they aren't bangers. They're no. too like. And they're stories, like some stories about it, like like daughters growing up. And it's just like, it's a great song. It's a fucking fantastic <laughs> song. It's just not something you're listening to with your buddies on the way to the to beach. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Just go straight from that to John Mayer, daughter, fathers, be good to your fathers daughter. Fathers, be good to your daughters. So with Kanye, they had this listening party in Wyoming. If you could fly there and make it there. It was a last second thing. 
that was posted that said, hey, we're having this listening party in this barn. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I said, why? In the middle of nowhere. And if you can make it in in time, you can come and uh, I will be there. You can take pictures with me and Kim Kardashian and the whole shit. And we're just going to listen to the album together and have a party. Just a party in a barn in the middle of Wyoming where they sure. recorded all of this shit. Um, I thought that was awesome. Uh, a bunch of celebrities took private jets in. Mm-hmm. Jonah Hill was one of them. <sighs> Strange. Um, Not really. Uh, <laughs> Chris Rock. Okay. Didn't expect him to do it. And he kind of emceed it and said, hey, this okay. is the album and we're going to listen to it and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I, there was just a bunch of fan photos from everywhere. Awesome idea. Awesome concept. The, the, again, the album is good. Like you, you can't say that it's a terrible album. You just, you just can't, it's just super artistic and it's different. Um, and there is out of the seven songs, there's probably three or four that are really, really great. So you're like, all right, great. It's just not something you're going to play out all the time. And it reminds me of J Cole's album a lot where it was, Really good, but just artistic, and you're not going to bump it. Um, so, look for the summer right now. Uh, I got, I still got, uh, I got Post Malone at one. Obvi. Pusha T at two. Sure. Probably go Kanye and then J. Cole, I guess. And that's, uh, you know. I don't love, uh, musically, I don't love an artistic Kanye. I'm more into an angry. Kanye banger Kanye yeah music yeah. wise where he's yelling and he's pissed yeah and the music is reflective I love that I, I did too and then we went to a Hollywood Bowl that one time to see his artistic what was it that was really cool though I it will was say. cool it was cool it was not what I wanted at the time do you know what I mean I wanted to party you wanted to party yeah. and it was a lot of image very you know uh, look, drab he put imagery, on a, he put on a of, full it reminded me of seeing a, a, a one-man Broadway show. Where there was like, like a scarecrow, yeah. you know, bopping around and yeah. then died. And then a bunch of people in robes came out and like got him. It was real, you know, it just it was a bit heady and it's not what I wanted for that evening. But, but it was a one-time shot. If you were there and could get tickets at the last second. I understand. Yeah. And it was great. And it I'm was just awesome, saying yeah. like sometimes artistic I, Kanye is not what I'm down for. Totally. And like I would say the majority of the people aren't. Um, but, you know, you look at these albums and they're always a stepping stone forward, at least for him. Like he did 808s and Heartbreak and then, you know, the rest of the next album was a masterpiece. I mean, and, we were um, all wrong on that one. On and which I, one? 808s. Like, and I think everyone yeah. took us yeah. like went back to that album later and it turned into one of the big, you know. Right. And I, But I don't think we're going to have that. I don't think this album no. is going to be the same. No. But what I will say is this. The best track on it was was a song with him and Kid Cudi. And him and Kid Cudi's album drops next weekend. So he'll have a shot at redemption pretty quickly. Maybe it'll be like one for you, one for me. Possibly. <laughs> um, but he also gave us the Pusha T album, which was like fucking instant classic. So like... You know, that's a lot. You're spreading yourself thin when you're going five albums back to back with five different artists because Nas is one of them. And uh, so we'll see. I'm curious to see how all this shakes out. Um, He's always doing fucking weird, interesting shit. Uh, No one knew the album title until because it came out at midnight on Thursday night. No one knew the album title. Um, No one even knew the artwork. Turned out the artwork, he just took a screenshot of the mountains in Wyoming by where he was recording and then on his iPhone and then just pop that up. And then it was just called yay. <laughs> and, uh, Oh boy. Yeah. I, and it just said underneath it, it looked like it was written in hand by Kim on like uh, one of those iPad pencils. It just said, uh, I love being bipolar. It's awesome. No, it's not. Or something like that. And, uh, it, that's not what it really said. Yeah. Right on the album cover. It was pretty... I hate being bi- bipolar. It's awesome. No, it's not. Or something like that. Like, uh, yeah. I hate, I hate being, being bipolar. bipolar. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Something but, like that. But I didn't know that was the real thing. I, I thought that was the meme that people were, make, people well, were no, making. They're, all well, they're the making memes, memes okay. because of that. And that's what it is. And, got it, got uh, it, got it, got it, got it, got it. You, look, you can say one thing for the guy. He, he dropped 85 grand on Pusha T's album cover the week before, which was he uh, licensed... 
Whitney Houston's bathroom, the crack bathroom where she was doing all her drugs in. Um, back in the day, right? Not the one that she died in. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, some guy has has the rights to that for eighty five thousand. Kanye paid for that, and then the next week for his own album, he takes a picture the night of of his iPhone, and then just writes on a pencil on it about the bipolar thing. And you were like, "All right, cool." And there's some thoughtful, cool songs. I'm going to go back and give it a few more listens, see how it is. Uh, but not the not the bangers I was looking for, you know, not but the maybe, party album. Again, maybe that'll be the Kid Cudi one. And he's like, this one's for me. This one's maybe for you, Ross. Yeah, he might yeah, call yeah. you up and say, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the shout out. But, you know, this one is going to be what you wanted. Yeah. So shut up. Maybe. Maybe. And, and, and uh, look, either way, it's interesting. He's always keeping it interesting. And on, on that note, Drake had, had come in to record. Uh, at some point along the way with Kanye, it didn't make the album. It was kind of a Drake diss in there. And um, uh, there was a phone call made. This is this is what's been going around the, the interwebs this weekend mm-hmm. of Drake to Pusha T to Kanye to get in the middle of him and Pusha T and say, hey, stop making diss tracks about me after that last one. You know, he got murdered on that last one mm-hmm. for having a secret child. Um, cause now can you call and say, stop making diss tracks? You can. Me? And, and Kanye, <laughs> are they going to record it and put it on the diss track? It, well, here's the thing. So Kanye had posted last night, the beef is now over and blah, blah, blah. Drake's got an album coming out, uh, 628. So at the end of the month, mm-hmm. uh, in June mm-hmm. and Pusha T's diss track was so aggressive that just nuked his entire world. And this, now this kid is being thrown into it. This, this, uh, the child he had with a porn star and it's that like off limits. I don't, I don't look, that's just rap. Like, I don't think it's off limits, but, uh, I don't think there's any way to come back from that because Pusha T called into the breakfast club and he just said, look, I don't have any skeletons in my closet. So he's welcome to say whatever, but like, I'm pretty pretty honest and open about my life and what's happened and uh good luck is what he, he, he said to drake good luck finding me in a picture of blackface like like we did with you mm. and you know he said i look i still have a lot of questions about what the fuck is going on with that dude um, oh yeah and i think I, it's raised a lot of questions oh yeah because i you know he had that beef with meek mill meek mill didn't find out or know about any of this shit how Pusha T did, I, I have no idea, but I was, I'm with you. I'm unaware that you could just call in and say, hey, can you stop making? And listen, I don't know about rap beefs, obviously, but I, I just feel don't. This is what I always think, though. Don't have it in writing. Don't have it on a voicemail. Yeah. Meet in person. Otherwise, that voicemail is recorded. It is. Can be used for anything. Including a diss track about you. You know what I mean? Like just, I don't know. There was a, I don't know the rules. And and I'm glad you brought that up um, because it's an amazing segue that you don't know about. But the the last song on the Kanye album um, is about his daughter. Right. And he's talking about like how his daughter's growing up. And he's just like, uh, grow up to be Nikki. Don't grow up to be in menages. And Mm-hmm. It was a, a really clever line in this song or whatever. At the very end of it, as it ends, there is a voicemail from like maybe a 15 second voicemail at the end of the song mm-hmm. from Nicki Minaj saying that exact line on a voicemail. Now, whether she had called it in and said to use it right, or not, I don't know. But it, that was the last thing you heard on the on the album. And you were like, huh? Yeah. Did she help write? Did she do something like mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. What's their relationship? Even They've Taylor, never worked together, right? Even um, Taylor Swift with that. It wasn't a voicemail, but like, yeah, you meet in person. Yeah, yeah. These days, you got to and you got to pat and you got to pat them down. They can't be wearing a wire. I mean, that's the way that things are now. Yeah, and and now TMZ just broke the story that that Drake provided a, a private jet for the the baby mama. On Christmas, so well, good. This is uh, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, like exactly. the bad thing was him telling her to fuck off and that he's not going to give any money and to get away from. You know what I mean? Right, right. The okay <laughs> thing to do is to get a private jet for her. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, I, 
Uh, <laughs> Maybe I, and, he's like, this is making him turn around a little bit. Like, okay, well, everybody knows about it now. Better be a good guy. Yeah. Even though I'm actually a secret piece of shit. Yeah, a secret dirt bag. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Which is fine. Look, he's single and he likes porn stars. Who gives a fuck? He's single. Oh, for sure. For sure. But if you um get one of them pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got to uh, figure that one out. And, la- and lastly, I'd like to talk about the Roseanne thing. Um, The latest on that is they're trying to figure out a way to do the, the show without her. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And they're, they're talking about uh, focusing the show on the daughter's character. Which one? Sarah Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So no, thank you. That's the desperation you're you're grasping at when you're uh, uh, the highest rated show on television that is that has been forced to be canceled. The, uh, the weird thing I find about that is like Samantha B is one of the lowest rated shows, and you're not gonna can't like that's an easy you're cancel for you. One. You're um, gonna keep that one. Roseanne, they're just still trying to figure out how to. Ooh, how do we how do we you get more uh, juice of out yeah. of that orange? A little more squeeze out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, James, because we've been going back and forth on this, we've got to have some bet between you and I. The we'll see. Yes, <laughs> because That's it's back my bet. on. We'll see. It's back on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. For, for June twelfth, uh-huh. and what's the winner get? What are we? What are we having here? Okay, okay. So there's gonna be no real winner, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, but the world is the world. <laughs> Maybe or the world is going to lose. We're not sure. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know what's going to happen. I guess if they actually do meet, right. that technically means in this be- bet beef, you you win, right? Right, right. If they don't meet, I win, world loses. You, you know what I mean? It's like there's no sure. real but Let's go this, okay? You tell me what it is. That's I'll, what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Um, I want you to make me a traditional Asian dish of food. You're a great cook. <sighs> you, and you know I love Chinese food. That's one of my favorite things. And you're probably saying to yourself, you're hey, Ross, so that's, basic, that's North Korea. Bro. That's, not, so... that's not Korean food. It's not, but we're still in that same region, so we're, we're calling it Asian cuisine. I want... Like a like a nice Asian cuisine from you, freshly made the way Jables cooks. Um, I want that on my thing, and I want an American umami. I want an American flag, like a little toothpick with an American flag on it, just right in the middle. And uh, I want that for the big guy. For you, um, you've been on a real big Jersey Mike's kick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a nice submarine would be the 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 way to go for you because if this meeting doesn't go down. The subs are coming out. We're going to war. Oh, you're dumb. You're dumb. Um, so I'll get you a submarine sandwich with a little American flag in it. And uh, we can, we well, can go Well, I was USA. right. Nobody wins. Yeah. <laughs> Except for you. No, you would. Uh, look. I need to cook you a traditional meal that I would hate doing the whole time. A Jersey Mike sub is I can is pick up myself, bro. It. We're going to have to think of something else. It's something to believe in, though. I it love really it. It really is. And I pick it up every day for myself. I, so what's I, was, the I was late to the game, by the way, on, on that. You know, I've only... You, I, it was until I met you and you introduced me to Jersey Mike's that I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this place? Yeah, you were still toasting your subs at that at that time. At Subway, yeah. Yeah, you were still, or at Quiznos. You were <sighs> still getting that shit toasted. Quiznos was like fuck a, that, that was dude. a backup, you know? If you toast your sub, get the fuck, get the fuck out of my face and <laughs> lose my number. That's retarded. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's a fucking child's play to toast, toast, the, toast the bun. So let's think of something else though. That's not fair. Why not? Why not, James? Because yours is literally going down the street and picking up a sub. Mine is like Jesse, slaving over. A it is a drive through that is really, no, that is really difficult. I'll let you go to China star then if you want. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you go yes. to China Star. Okay, How that's that? fine. I get because we don't have any. We don't, and by the way, it's, it's it's not out of some racist thing. We don't have any Korean restaurants here. Uh, we live in a small town. We don't have much to to pick from. So we're gonna have to go Asia. That's why I'm encompassing this whole thing with Asia. You go to China Star, grab me 
uh, a Mongolian Super beef. Racist, yeah. It's not at all. I just want some Asian cuisine. That's the only thing we have here. Okay. Um, okay. And then I'll go to to Jersey Mike's and and then get you your um, sub that you love. All right. Yeah. All right. Wow. Shake the on it. The stakes are really high. Guys. Oh, they oh, are. Oh my gosh, we're they both are. just driving through and picking up food. <laughs> Gosh, stay tuned. <laughs> That's what you need, though. We'll see. In your life, because the, nothing is going to make me happier that night than that. You know, no, I'm going to celebrate true. with a nice. Uh, What's the dish that you want me to get? Ooh, I, I like this. The Szechuan chicken. Oh, I'm super basic. I go orange chicken. Oh, do you really? Uh, I go. Yeah. Uh, I go. I go. Oh, I go. Yeah. or uh, I go Mugu Guy Pan. That's my jam. I'm a big Mugu Guy Pan fan. I don't know if a lot of people are, though. Because no. every time I've said that to somebody, they're like, what? No, no. I don't know if that's obscure. No, it's just not good. But yeah. Uh. <laughs> not obscure, just not good. Yeah, everybody knows it. They don't like it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Let's get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. Hey, um, Ready? What? Go ahead. What's up? I'll ask you after. Huh? I'll ask you after. Okay. Uh, the revolutionary figure of the day goes out to Peter Cancrow. You know who that is? No. He is the owner. Is it pronounced of, right? Yeah. C-A-N-C-R-O. Cancrow. Sounds weird. Okay. Weird name. You would never associate Peter Cancrow with being... The founder <laughs> of Jersey Mike's. Oh, boy. I, I thought it was just some hardworking guy named Mike. It says in 1971, Peter Cancrow was a high school student in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. I know where that is. Uh, he began working at Mike's Subs at the age of 14. Peter loved working at Mike's, it says. He loved authentic submarine sandwiches. <sighs> Man. Not toasted. No, no, he's doing. He it liked right. to kick out, kick out people that asked for it toasted. Look at Peter; he's not overweight. He's, he's a good-looking dude. Like this is he's a, a Jersey boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. 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 I got a gadoosh in the baboosh. In the baboosh. <laughs> um, that's a that's a that's a nice little thing that Peter did for the world, isn't it? It really is. It really is. When you get it, Mike's way. Oof. Uh, oof. You it's, go, you go, Jimmy John's over Mike's. What's what's your what's your no, whole? No, no, Jersey Mike's is all the, the way. way. Jersey uh, Mike's is the way. Didn't you tell people for a stretch, like uh, at some point in your life, you were you were the heir to the Jersey Mike's fortune? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I was Mike's kid. <laughs> and it came from this thing we used to. We got a Jersey Mike in our little town in Ventura right? by the beach, and there was this kid that worked there that was just like so into it you know like there's some people that work which i love but like some people that work at those kind of jobs the part-time whatever and they're so like knowledgeable they know about the first jersey mics that ever and yeah. they know about the origin story and they're just love like telling you and we're just like is that fucking mike's kid or what like what he's just like a part-time you know i'm like <laughs> dude you could you could just say you're fucking yeah mike's boy yeah my, oh yeah, Mike's you, boy from Jersey. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you Mike's? Are you Mike's daughter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Mike's daughter. You, you might know my dad, Jersey Mike. Oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's I'm me. A, I'm a sandwich heiress, is what I am. Yeah, a sub. <laughs> I'm a submarine heiress. <laughs> but damn, those things are fucking good. Yeah, big fan. Oh, big fan of all of them. You know what it replaced Ooh. was a Quiznos. Bye, Quiznos. Hello, Jersey Mike's in our town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Subway can fucking suck a sub, dude. Yeah, it can. And I want want to tell you I'm sorry for calling you cunt. Beautiful cunt over and over again. (laughs) You're just going to keep doing it. No, but in all sincerity, because I'm with you on that word, and it sounds weird, and it sounds weird coming out loud. Um, But in this instance, with Samantha B saying this about Ivanka Trump, you go back to like, 
I don't know. Let's say Letterman said this about like Malia, Ob- like or Sasha Obama. Sure. About calling the the president's daughter a cunt, you'd be like, bro. Anybody, you know? Yeah. T- if Tina Fey would have said her something, like some female, yeah. even though Tina Fey never went that route with any of these people, she and never it's would. like, uh, yeah, it's just a fucking strange time, man. We live in. It really. It, it is. keeps getting stranger every single day. Uh, look, it's great for podcast fodder and all of this shit. And like, even though, you know, I look, I wrote it in that tweet back to Sally field and we were talking about the top of the show. Like it's, it still seems wrong where you're just like, what? This can't be the world anymore. No. Do I love Ivanka Trump? Like not really, but I'm not going to not like, I don't think she's a cunt. I think she like likes to pretend that she's working on policies and then when it doesn't work out, she goes, oh, I'm just a daughter. But that's the most that I would ever say about her. But isn't that everyone? Like, I, sure, I, but that's the most that I would ever say about her. I saw uh, Ch- Chelsea Clinton had a response to it. She said that, you know, Ted Nugent was in the White House and he called Hillary a cunt. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, and he was got to go hang out in the White House. Thing. But I'm in the same field as that, too. Like, we're. Great, then throw get Ted Nugent the fuck out of there. Yeah, what is Nugent? What is the Nugent? Get him the fuck out of there. So, so with all these people, again, I don't give a shit which way you voted for. Get him, get them all the fuck out. Like, great. Yeah. Yeah. Ice out Ted Newton. Ice out fucking Samantha B. Ice out Joey Reid. Ice out fucking uh, Bill Maher. All right. You can go down the list and then and then deuce them out. Like you're good to go. Um. So I, it's not like I hold any allegiance one way or the other, but it's like. You know, if if you're going to fire people for other shit, like, let's really start the trend with all of them. Let's cancel all of them. Yeah. Uh, Because if not, you can just have a a podcast and say whatever you want, like we do. Exactly. We're not on air. No, we're we're not on a network TV. Bill Maher should have a podcast. He should not be having Dennis Miller did. Yeah. So, like, he switched where even he was, you know, because he was going aggressive on MSNBC. He was on a couple networks. And then... Finally, it just got to the point where they were like, hey, man, if you want to talk shit like this to this level, start a podcast. And I think it was Podcast One who stepped in and gave his own show. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, great. He's already top 10. Yeah. Uh, You you have more listeners. Truthfully, this is the God's honest truth. We have more listeners than Samantha B has in ratings per night on our show. So you could reach more people and you'd have a bigger platform, even though I I hate saying that fucking word. So I, I sum all out. And and if you you want to say shit like that, get a fucking podcast. Simple, simple yeah. enough. Call it the nasty, nasty women's yeah. pussy podcast. Yeah, and then we'll I have like a, the sound of it. We'll have a companion show called the Nasty Dick Show. Oh, God. The Nasty Dicks. I'll be getting those dick hats made for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thank <laughs> you.